the thing with female professionals is, is that, you know, there's a few things that make them kind of go into that cycle of burnout. One is they're people pleasers. Mm-hmm. They want everybody to like them. They're afraid of saying no to people or setting boundaries because they're afraid of the reaction that the other person may have. And so then they just keep on taking all these tasks that they don't want to do. Hey there, welcome to Jam with Jen, Empowering Your Pivot. I'm an ex-corporate girl turned chiropractor who is on a mission to help others make their dream a reality. I'll be sharing real stories from people who have made that leap into living a life of success on their terms. Making the leap isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's about showing you that you too can have the freedom of life you desire. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Gemma with Jen. Today I have Dr. Pooja Agarwal on. Dr. Pooja is a neurologist, certified burnout and stress management coach. She helps teach busy, high achieving female professionals how to get rid of overwhelm and stress less and find yourself in our chaotic, fast paced world. So welcome. I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Good. Can you share with the audience a little bit about your story and your journey? Yeah. So I am, I'm a physician. I'm a neurologist and I'm also an epileptologist. And, you know, we as, you know, physicians, we go to medical school, we do residency and then we practice. And, you know, in, in my mind as, as a resident, you know, you work long hours and that's kind of something that you just know you're going to do when you're attending, you know, which is basically after you finish your residency and become a full-fledged doctor, you start practicing. And, you know, when I was this, I was about two or three years out of residency and I started noticing some symptoms of burnout. I was working long hours. Uh, I was working up to, you know, 60 hours a week, 70 hours. And, you know, that wasn't even the big part of it, of it. It was really the lack of sleep when, cause I was on call frequently. I was on call 14 weeks a year. And for the listeners out there who don't really know what call entails as a physician, you can be called at any time of the night, the day. And, you know, when I was on call, I was called, you know, several times at night. So really you're not sleeping or if you're woken up, it's hard to fall back asleep. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't really exercising. And it was really like had difficulty focusing because that lack of sleep, lack of self-care and I was not giving my all at home. I was giving more to work than anything. And, you know, as a physician, you have all these demands and on you, I mean, as any other female professional, but in my case, it was just, it was a lot. And I finally realized, I'm like, you know, what's going on? You know, why am I this way? And obviously I knew there was call and stuff like that, but I was like, this is, you know, burnout. And mm-hmm. burnout is such a topic that's talked about much more now in the mainstream media. And I think, Maybe a few years ago it wasn't, but it's just a really hot topic now. And mm-hmm. you know, I hired a coach. I found a coach to help me. Coach helped me really change my mindset. I used to very be a very pessimistic person, you know, and that can happen with burnout. You know, you can feel like you know reduced job satisfaction. You can feel um, even sometimes resentment towards the job, or even sometimes patience. And I think that 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 can definitely happen with burnout. And again, it's not them, it's just, you know, long hours and not having control over what or autonomy over how you're practicing. And, you know, all of that led me to have burnout. And then, like I said, I hired a coach and she helped me really shift my mindset and become more mindfulness and aware. 
And that really helped me to realize how I was showing up in my life. And um, I was finally able to, after, you know, you know, working, you know, even just a few sessions, I really noticed that that pessimism was going away. I was more positive. I had a better outlook on life. And then I actually also have built my self-confidence, you know, my self-esteem, and I started taking better care of myself. It's kind of, kind of like a snowball effect. You know, one thing got better, and then I kept on getting better sleep, yeah. eating better and healthier. And um, so I, I decided to become a certified coach last year. And so I certified at the Life Coach School, where we did a six-month program for being a certified coach. And, you know, I mean, I'm a brain doctor, so I'm an expert in the brain, but then the mind, that mindfulness and, and all of that didn't really come until, you know, I definitely got through coaching, but once I actually became a certified coach and went through this program, it really helped me even more so. And so I decided because I went through burnout that I want to help other female professionals with burnout to realize that you are not alone because I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was alone and to know that you can get help and that it is not something you have to continue in. It's not like this rat race or this hamster wheel that you have to continue on. You can choose to change your life. And, you know, it, it doesn't help us when we continue to do that. I mean, it actually, there are actual changes in the brain that have been showing up with burnout on studies, which yes. and not for the better, for the worse. And so in my business, I help coach female professionals on overcoming burnout by help building their self-confidence, their self-love, their self-compassion, providing them accountability, help setting goals and actually following through with that, helping them implement uh, self-care changes and helping them to get better sleep. And all of this in the end will help you have a better life, better relationships with your spouse, with your kids, and also better job satisfaction. And if it means for some clients that maybe their job currently that they're in is not the best fit, they may change. Yeah, I I love that because whenever we make a shift or a pivot in one area, we usually start to see that shift with so many things. And I always butcher this quote, but it's like, rising tides raise all ships. And it's like, yes, if you start focusing on your own mental health, you do start getting better sleep. And if you're sleeping better, you usually are have more energy, better mood, all of that, and can be a better parent, better spouse, all of those, those lovely things that we want to have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it happens. I mean, literally, our brains initially think when we think about change, oh, it's too hard. There's too much to do. But even if you take you know small steps, do one thing at a time, eventually, once you make it a habit, other things will fall into place. You'll want to do those other things. And then it's just it becomes a habit. You don't even have to think about doing these things. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And I, I think the frustrating part is so many women are reaching burnout and like, that's when they start to make the shift or that's when they start to make the change. And I understand the reasoning behind it, but I'm also like, okay, we need to be more proactive in our health than, than reaching that complete burnout before we actually take action in our health. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And I think that the thing with female professionals is, is that, you know, there's a few things that make them kind of go into that cycle of burnout. One is they're people pleasers. Mm-hmm. They want everybody to like them. They're afraid of saying no to people or setting boundaries because they're afraid of the reaction that the other person may have. And so then they just keep on taking all these tasks that they don't want to do. Then they get overloaded. They're working longer hours, working harder, not taking care of themselves. And then, you know, it's just it leads to burnout. It can, and it can lead to burnout quickly. Yeah. Um, this is amazing. So did you, when you were going through this pivot or when you decided you were going to get certified in that coaching um, area, where did you find the support 
to, to make that venture or make that pivot? Yeah, so I actually found the support, you know, I would have to say on social media, there are several um, physician groups where people are entrepreneurs and they um, basically help support you. It's like a community on Facebook, you have questions, you post it. And that was really where I found, you know, that I decided to become a certified coach because I saw all these other coaches and, you know, how they were starting businesses. And so it's called Leveraging Growth Accelerators and it's a Facebook group. And, um, you know, it was a, it's a great group. I'm still a part of it. And it is one of the best tools. I mean, you can put anything on there and reach, you know, hundreds of physicians and it really has helped me. Very cool. Um, did you have any critics as you were going through that coaching certification? I did. I'm not going to say exactly who, but some family members were like, why do you want to do that? That's so different. Why don't you just want to practice medicine? And, um, you know, I'm because medicine as a physician is what you people think as of a doctor seeing patients and beyond that it gets hard for some people to kind of comprehend that doctors or physicians do a lot more than that mm-hmm. um you know they're on in tech and they're in startups and they're in coaching businesses and they have some of them do have their own private practices some of them are employees or you know work for hospitals so i mean there's a whole gamut of what physicians do i did have you know not so negative but just like are you sure you want to do this kind of like that kind of thing like questioning yeah. if this was mm-hmm. truly something you wanted to do, because I feel like as being a, being a doctor, like it's glorified that like everything is this magical, like perfect space. And like you guys are put under the ringer a lot. And you're like you said in the beginning, you expected to work really long hours too. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, going into it, you do expect to work long hours, but you don't really realize until you're actually like an attending, I think. And when you're actually in practice, how quickly it, it can happen and mm-hmm. how quickly you feel like you don't have any autonomy in terms of um, if you're working for a, you know, a health system. And I'm not saying all of them are like that. Some of them I'm sure probably are better, but you know, it can quickly happen and quickly. Change. Yeah. Um, what do you think has been the most challenging since getting that coaching certification? I think being an entrepreneur, um, you know, I, I received my MBA last year, or, and, but the thing is, is that I feel like learning all this stuff is very different than implementing it. So mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur, I was scared, you know, starting my own business, you know, forming my own LLC, doing all these different things, marketing myself, putting myself out there. Um, you know, I before was very hesitant, you know, to market myself, to be on social media, and it wasn't really within the last few months and I started guesting on so many podcasts and then I actually had my own podcast that I started that I'm like, I like this. I love to put myself out there now. And I want to show other female professionals that, again, let them know that that burnout is something that you can overcome and you can change your life because I did it and you're no different. Yeah. And what's your podcast called? My podcast is called the Zenful Brain Podcast. Okay, perfect. I'll make sure that that's linked up in the show notes as well for other people to to dive into deeper of what you talk about. Um, What do you think has been the most rewarding so far? The most rewarding has been seeing the change in my clients, Um, seeing how they can realize, you know, and some of them will have difficulty seeing that they have burnout. It's hard for them to actually just verbalize that, but actually getting them to accept it. I mean, if they feel like they were in it and to actually state that they were in it and to realize that they can change and to actually see that change. You know, I have one client who has difficulty setting boundaries and, you know, same, same type of story, took on a lot at work, 
And then, you know, she was getting uh, working longer hours at the hospital, charting at home and not able to spend time with her kids. And once, you know, she decided that she wasn't going to take on additional patients or she wasn't going to take on additional work, uh, she really was able to get that time back. She was able to set time at work to be able to help her chart there and not chart at home. And she was able to spend more time with her kids. So, I mean, really seeing that change in them and seeing how much better they feel and how much better they're showing up in their life for themselves and their family is, I mean, that is the best feeling. How, for your coaching, do you primarily do like one-on-one coaching with busy, busy women? So I um, launched a group coaching program earlier in January. So that's one that I have, and I do do one-on-one coaching. So I do both. Um, For some people, I think uh, the group coaching may be beneficial because they maybe have more difficulty with kind of opening up on a one-on-one basis. Um, Mm -hmm. And then one-on-one though is for people who do feel like they would benefit more from that, more attention. And um, then they can even set more in terms of their goals and like have more accountability. It really depends what you're looking for. Okay. Awesome. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your five-year-old self? Um, What I would tell my five-year-old self is is that um, dream big, live large, and you only get one life to live, so live it to the fullest. Yeah. And <laughs> the reason I say that, I think, is in general, we kind of are very short-sighted. We kind of feel like, you know, in the, we'll do everything in the future, or we'll do this in a year, or we'll do this, you know, in five years, when this happens, or when this happens. But you don't know if five years down the line, you're going to have that ability to do, to follow through with your dream. Mm-hmm. And if you keep on putting it off, it's not going to happen. So once you actually have a dream and you want it, and you're willing to put in the effort, start doing it then. And then follow through, put in that time and effort, and you'll see the rewards. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you can just start making small steps to that goal, like that is huge. And like momentum is so important to to getting to that goal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are there any other podcasts besides your own or any books that you recommend? Yeah, there's actually, um, so there's a podcast, it's called the uh, the Life Coach School podcast. So the Life Coach School is where I trained, um, or where I certified as a um, life coach. And mm-hmm. they have, I mean, it's led by uh, Brooke Castillo, she's the owner of the Life Coach School. And her podcasts are amazing. I mean, this whole concept of, you know, what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And so it's very like, she's very about mindfulness and self-awareness and how you're, what you're doing because of your feeling a certain way. And really, that was like mind, if I would say mind-blowing, it's like, to me, that really put things in perspective to me. And again, that really helped change me even more. And so I love her podcast. She has like hundreds of episodes. You can listen to anything, relationships, money, um, abundance versus scarcity, mindfulness. I mean, she has any topic you want. I think that's a great one. And the other one that I love is called The Gap or The Gain by Dan Sullivan. Um, and, and he is amazing. Now this gap or the gain book talks about how, where do you think you are in the gap or the gain? Are you always looking to be somewhere else in the future? And are you always thinking that, you know, well, I don't have this and I don't have this. And so that is the gap. So basically you're always looking to the future and thinking that once you attain some prize or whatever it is, you know, that you're going to feel a certain way. But really, if you are in the game, you'll compare yourself where you are now to somewhere in the past and see those gains, actually the changes that you made for the better. 
So, and he actually in his book really explains well how people who are in the gain, who look back and they and look at where they're now and see that change for the better, they actually do better in life because they don't have that negative. Um, I mean, some most people do have some negative inner voice, but people who are in the gain phase of their life will, and this can fluctuate, but people who are in the gain, who are mostly in the gain, do better in life because they have more positive thinking. They have a better outlook at life. They're focusing on what they do have and they have that gratitude and then they're able to accomplish more. And his book was, I mean, it really explains also it fits in with your brain and your mind and your thinking. And, you know, yeah, like when we are more positive, we build new neural pathways in our brain. And then those take over because they're more stronger and connected more. And then that positive outlook just becomes pervasive in our lives. I love that. I am familiar with him. I've listened to some of his books, but I haven't listened to his podcast before. So I'll... I, I don't know if he has a podcast. This is the oh, book, The Gap the, the Game. Okay. Sorry. So I have not listened to that book. Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I sat down okay. and just read it quickly because I was like, I don't want to put it down. Yeah. I'll have to take a look at that one. And even the, the life coach school podcast, I haven't listened to that one before either. So I love getting like other people's perspectives of like what they've listened to, whether it's like, you know, for mental health or for business marketing, anything like that to, to see what other people are listening to. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely, I love that book. <laughs> um, and where can people connect with you online to get to know you or just, you know, connect with you overall? Yeah, so they can actually find me on my website. It's www.zenfulbrain.com. That's Z-E-N-F-U-L-B-R-A-I-N.com. And I'm also on Instagram. It's um, at zenfulbrainofficial. And then um, I actually offer a free one-to-one discovery session, which you, which you can schedule on my website. Perfect. Okay. I will make sure besides the, I'll have the podcast and then all those other links in the show notes too. Um, is there any other ad- advice that you'd like to leave the audience with? Yes. I do want to mention for those of you female professionals that are experiencing burnout, there are actual changes in your brain that happen. And again, they're not for the, for the um, better. So that burnout changes your brain or the amygdala. It makes it larger. It makes you more emotional, more reactive. You can't control your emotions as well. And also it can affect your judgment. It can affect a part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex, controls your, how well you make decisions and feelings of overwhelm. And so really you want to avoid that. If you feel like you're headed towards it, get the help that you need. It is very important. You do not have to continue in that, in that burnout. And it's not great for your health either. I love that. Um, it's really important. Um, I feel like I go through and do different classes on like brain health as well, or just like how the brain works and not to like the extent that you do, but just in general, like it's so important that we understand when we're living in that fear situation or exhaustion or burnout, how much that like truly affects our overall like brain health. So. Yeah. And I mean, not just brain health, but your physical body health. I mean, there's a lot that comes with that. Yeah. And like for females, like hormones and everything like that too. And then to try to bounce back from that, we want that instant gratification right away to like be right back to like perfect, but it took time to get to burnout. So it'll take time to heal too. Exactly. It doesn't happen overnight. (laughs) Yeah. Um, any other, any other things you like to leave the audience with? No, again, you can just check out my website and thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for jumping on today. Thank you so 
much for listening through another episode of Jamming with Jen. If you'd like to connect more, reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Jen Forstner and make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast so that you're always up to date with what's going on.